Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OG Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical mother effing healing. My name is Adriana, aka OG Adriana, if you nasty, and I am your host of this kind of random podcast. Um, But hello, what is up, guys? Thank you so much for listening. If you can hear my voice right now, welcome to the podcast's new release date of Fridays. I have finally settled upon Friday, Venus Day, to being the day that this podcast, these podcast episodes are released. It just works the best with my work schedule. It works the best with my life schedule. And yeah, I do realize that since this is a podcast, you could be listening to this on any day of the week. But if this podcast is something that you look forward to, which I really appreciate you, special shout out for y'all. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's good to note that this podcast will now be released on Fridays. That being said, just a little recap of the week past. First of all, happy late Mother's Day to any mothers, any mother figure, any womb bearing person um of any sort any person who taking care of somebody kids that ain't your own just all the maternal figures all the life givers all the life carers all of that thing um i hope that you in some way felt celebrated and if you didn't um i hope that you at least pat yourself on the motherfucking back for keeping these damn kids alive and for doing the best hopefully that you possibly can um may this next year of mothering for us all be our best year of mothering may we learn for our, from our children may we be just the best humans that we can be outside of mothering. May we find identity outside of motherhood and may we just live and walk in our truth so that we can raise some cool dope ass humans who can do the same for themselves. Um, yes, I just want to say that happy mother's day to all my motherfucking dogs. Any person who considers themselves a mother or a maternal figure, shout out to you, honey. Um, so I guess an update just on my life since the last episode. Um, um, um oh, my baby was gone. <laughs> I guess um since the last episode, I believe came out last Tuesday and I was still kind of figuring out the schedule and stuff like that. Um, I guess y'all haven't heard none of this, but yeah, my son was gone. He spent a week with his dad and his a brand new baby bro. So I was able to get like a lot of rest. And but I also did get a lot of things on my to-do list done, which I'm always proud of myself for. Um, if you understand anxiety, if you understand just um things of that nature, like you can understand that sometimes you just wanna 
like all you have the capacity for is to just chill and not do anything. So I'm very grateful that I was able to do a lot of the things that I had planned for myself to do um, while also getting plenty rest and getting good quality sleep. Um, what else? Oh, I did a lot of like cool things. So, well, with my siblings, of course, y'all know I only hang out with them. Well, I don't know if y'all know this, but now you do. I really only hang out with them. Um, I have not done venturing out as far as like hanging out with people outside of my family at all since I've been back. But we had like a cute little like Cinco de Mayo celebration on Cinco de Mayo. Dude, that day was like really cool because I got to listen to like a lot of bomb. Well, not even got to listen to, but I chose to listen to a lot of bomb Mexican slash Mexican American music. And that it just took me back, y'all. I was listening to hella like Amanda Perez on um on Cinco de Mayo. I was also listening to Hella Selena. Y'all already know that's my girl. Um, my favorite Selena song has to be like El Chico del Apartamento Cinco Doce or No Me Queda Más. That y'all know I stand a ballad and this is not the music segment like of this podcast but I did want to mention that I I just had like a lot of good I also listened to like some Cumbia Kings on um on Single de Mayo so I just had like a cool little day and we went over to my sister's house and had like this cool potluck and it was just a really really good night um that night and then I also um had this cute little like bonfire like wine tasting situation that was my brilliant sister Danielle's idea and she it was really just us two and my brother my cousin my (laughs) brother-in-law and um but yeah it was like her idea for like us to bring um or for us to make our own like charcuterie board. So I made like this cute ass charcuterie. It was all vegan and it just had like pita bread hummus and fruits and veggies. And it was just like really cute. Danny brought one too that had like cheese and crackers and cinnamon. Like, Oh, it was so good. It was so pretty. Just our whole setup and everything. Um, but it was her idea for us to bring like, our wine of choice and to give the history about a wine so we did that of course I had to to do some black owned things but I'm gonna actually talk about that in the ingesting segment I just wanted to mention that yeah I, I spent really good quality time with my family over this last week and in doing that I just be feeling so enriched and I feel so thankful and so grateful to be in that space to be able to do that um but yeah, what else? Um, oh, so I wrote this down on my notes. I kind of don't know why I wanted to mention this, but just my road trip to the location that I meet my son's dad to like exchange the baby. Like the play I had a little mini road trip there and it was just so good. Like I love road trips when I'm completely alone, when I just get to be completely in my element, just me, myself, my music and the road. That is just, it's so fun for me to do that. So I I did that. I had that moment. I was listening to just good music and crying my eyes out and thinking and speaking and just all the things, all the feels. So that was always a good time. And then I got my baby back and then it was his birthday, even though in another 
portion of this show. It's going to seem as if his birthday is tomorrow. No, my my child's birthday has passed at the moment I'm recording this part of this episode. And, but yeah, he's, he had a really cool birthday. I, you know, just so much gratefulness. Uh, speaking of my son having his birthday though, I do want to mention that, um, for any and all of you hoodoo ladies, any and everyone who is spiritually connected and understands spirituality from a spirit perspective. Um, yeah, I just, y'all. So first of all, my periods are synced back up with the moon, with the new moon. I, so all my life, and I think this is this is very indicative of just the different phases I've been in my life, but all my life, I've alternated between this, um, oh, between bleeding with the full moon and bleeding with the new moon. So, y'all, so my son was conceived. He is a new moon baby. He, well, he was conceived during the full moon and I had him actually on the new moon, the Taurus new moon. Right. And that is very significant to me. Um, I kind of always remember that. And I have just kind of tracked my periods along the years, like with that in mind. Right. So right now my period has, I finally, have gotten back to the place where my period is synced with the new moon, meaning I'm ovulating with the um, full moon again. But y'all, I've known that my cycle was coming on and I did know it was going to be around the time of this new moon that just happened. But dog, why the fuck did my first blood, (laughs) like my first period blood came out at 9 13 on my son's birthday which was the exact moment of his birth like my nigga if you can't tell me this shit is not connected if you cannot tell me that this is a new phase in my life like you can't tell me shit like so that is something that i wanted to mention to all all the people that care um and i don't know i just think it's a very cool testament to mother's day and how me being able to parent my child in the way that i've always been i've always wanted to be parented is just it's really what I was sent here to do. Like, this is some real, like, ancestors, wildest dreams type shit. Like, I was brought here to nurture another human in all the ways that I have learned to, in all the ways that I've learned not to, you know, in all the ways that my ancestors couldn't, you know? And I don't know. I just feel so feminine right now. I feel very nurturing right now I feel very creative right now like the creativity is budding and usually I tend to feel my most creative around the month of April but I don't know what it is like this later part of spring is I don't know creative energy is just flowing mentally I'm feeling really good even though I don't know. I feel like I've kind of regressed a little bit when it comes to my situation with my most recent ex. Um, well, since this podcast is like an accountability tracker, tracker, just note, I may or may not mention this person because I, I'm actively like working through us 
separating like for real for real so i'm still at this place so i mentioned this nigga once more because i do feel like it is something that i can know on this podcast that i don't know i feel like i've regressed not in like sadness and i'm still at this place of being extremely i don't know extremely okay with me feeling sad about the situation situation ending but while also being at the place of extreme gratitude for that relationship because as I said before on this podcast like I would not be the person that I am today without having gone through that relationship without having such a caring person and a person to really like guide me and push me out of all of my fucking trauma um but so while I've been living in this space, I've also been fucking constantly missing this nigga. Like with all this new music that's come out this week, y'all, I'm recording this actually on Friday, May 14th, um, this segment at least. And this is when you're going to hear this, but I haven't listened to J. Cole. I haven't listened to, um, I haven't listened to none of the new music that's come out today, but knowing that there was a lot of new music that was coming out today and that's just having me missing this nigga a lot because like he's a musician um I am a music nerd and that is just something that we have always connected like through and so I've been missing him because of that I've also okay spiritual people anyone that's listening to this that understands numerology and things like that um obviously a from a deeper level and dif- deeper perspective than I do. Someone please tell me why I, why I keep seeing this man's birthday. And it's crazy because I always have. So I've always thought it was like coincidental. Like maybe I just, I'm always kind of thinking about him. Like, is this, do I need like cut, like cord cutting? Because at the same time, like there's no like malicious energy between the two of us. Um, Like child why I always see this man's birthday like always always like from a numerology from a numerological perspective like I literally see the two digits of his um birth month and the two digits of his birth year at least once per or a birthday um at least once per day and that shit is something that I did talk about with my therapist honey because <clears throat> I don't know I think um although I've come to a place where I'm very very much at peace with our relationship ending I am at like I miss that nigga as my friend like honestly like he if y'all know y'all know my papa is my best human friend that I've ever had on this earth but he's my second best friend so y'all pray for me anybody if y'all want to give me advice and love and wishes um y'all definitely can um because yeah me me actively grieving a relationship that did not end on bad terms I don't I don't know how to do that child and granted the I'm not gonna go too much into this relationship like honestly but it's something that ended a long time ago but was lingering because we are like such good friends and it's that's all I'm gonna say that's all I'm gonna say just moving right along some other things that I wanted to recap about this week's past though was um Kamala motherfucking Harris and um that other black nigga that I can't think of his name the fucking senator like first of motherfucking all the audacity of a black woman to uh, the audacity of a black person 
goddamn period um dismissing the racism in this country regardless of what system they're a part of like i can't understand it like it doesn't make sense in my brain um it's like like i can't how dare you fucking fix your mouth to say some shit like that knowing like and this nigga kamala like comes from immigrant parents and she's also lived she's lived like this double diasporic fucking like life like my nigga not only did you come from two immigrant parents but you also lived an experience of a black american woman here in this motherfucking country so dog the audacity and you know you know better like and that's like the fucked up part about politics and about all these things and the reasons why we Black people have to have our own systems and our we have to govern ourselves. We need to train each other to be healers and to be protectors and to provide amongst each other because like my nigga, this shit wasn't made for us. And the more we try to fit in, the more like the the people, the more people like us like swindle their way into like these positions of power and things within these white ass systems, the more we're going to fucking see it just crumble. And the more we're going to see like niggas say dumb shit, like this is not a racist country. But then right after that, say we do need to acknowledge the racism that has lingered or some like (sighs) make it make sense. I just wanted to touch on that because like, just to say, like, we got to decolonize all this shit. Decolonize the way we fucking think. Decolonize the way in which we rely on this bullshit-ass government. Decolonize the way we look We look at motherfucking healthcare. Decolonize the way we look at our healing abilities. Decolonize the way we do every motherfucking thing. Because these systems weren't made for us. My nigga, the more we try to fit in the, with these systems, the more we gonna say some fucked-ass um fucked up as um bullshit like Kamala did like so I'm I'm not necessarily surprised that she's that she went there but just as a black person living a black experience like dog it's it, it is just further proof that we need our own we have to have our own we do not have any other choice but to really just get our own things like seriously seriously just govern ourselves on some black panther shit on some for the culture shit on some collective healing shit period (laughs) but that being said um oh i did want to mention palestine like (sighs) there are a lot of things going on but do your googles if you don't know definitely praying for palestine definitely praying for all religious freedoms and no fucking religious extremism um and that's all I'm going to say about that because I am neither Muslim or Palestinian. So there's not too much I can say, but I will just say religious, this religious, the superiority complex that religion puts in people's minds. And this is across the board in all religions and every single religion there is, there are extremists. So it's, it's like this superiority complex. It's like every, like, the extremists and like when you think even about like people who are deeply devoted to religion itself not spirituality but religion people who are deeply devoted to it it's like they feel superior to other people it's like they feel like they found the key to 
who the supreme power is, they've found the key to God and they've mastered their practice so much so that they're so good with God that everyone else who is not at on their path and at their level and using their religious doctrines, they feel like are less than and beneath them. And I don't know. I think this is a very interesting conversation to explore. And I would definitely like to explore this a little more at some other time, which I'm I'm positive I will. But I just, I just wanted to say like religion is religion in it. Okay. Religion is not like inherently bad in my opinion. Right. There are good aspects of religion. Uh, duality exists in everything. Nuances exist in everything. Like, we know that, right? But there is the way that religion has capitalized off of spirituality and it became this political system within spirituality, which is natural, which, which is innate because we are all spiritual beings. The way that that religion does that is so fucking mesmerizing. Like, it's very interesting. Like, <sighs> Anyways, pray for Palestine, period. Do your Googles if you don't know. Um, pray for them if you feel called to help monetarily or any in any way. Definitely do that. But what's going on is ugh, just a product of the bullshit that is religion. Not to shit on the people who are having and not to shit at all. See, this is why I don't want to talk a lot. I don't like the verbiage I just used. So ignore the last sentence that I said, but this doesn't mean like people should obviously be able to practice their religions freely um without violence being inflicted upon them right but so i'm not saying or i'm not um discrediting or i'm not being insensitive towards any of the muslim community that's currently going through what they're going through for being able to practice their religion like these people should not have any harm or violence toward them but it's like the systems of religion like my nigga these zionists like these people i'm just gonna stop because this is a completely different episode that we can talk about at a different time um so i just feel uh, it just breaks my heart in so many ways and it just makes me think about so many things that I've been saying for years and so many ways that I feel, especially about just like religion, the violence of religious organizations and the superiority or the superiority, the superiority complexes that come within religion that make it, that make religious folk feel like literally murdering people for practicing something different than them. Like, oh, so sad. Anyways, before I get off like this current event segment, um, I did just want to kind of hit on the legislation that is in the works for um, on behalf of George Floyd, which um, I believe calls for just like less policing. Um, but it also see, okay, not, I'm just going to move right past that. I would say do your Googles on that too, because I did not write enough notes and I made this outline too many days ago for me to go back, but check on what's going on with these, these damn governments, because until we overthrow them and like really, really organize and overthrow them, we're going to have to find our way, um, through, what currently is at hand so 
research, do your research about current legislation that is um, fixing to be passed, current legislation that directly affects you, current legislation that directly affects people that you know and love. Um, and yeah, just, just do all your research. But just a quick recap on last week's episode of this crazy ass podcast, right? Um, that was called train gazing and attachment issues. We did talk about attachment theory. Um, and just kind of some of, some of the science behind attachment theory and different attachment styles. We talked about different things that children need in order to be able to um, develop healthy attachment styles. And we also talked about projections and niggas being fucking weird by projecting their traumas on people that they're trying to court. Like it doesn't work like that and all the things. But that being said, let's get into the things I'm currently ingesting y'all. All right, so y'all know that I love to mention at the beginning of this segment that when I say the things I am currently ingesting, I mean all the ways in which I can put things into my body, mentally, physically, spiritually. So like eating, the things that drink, the things that I listen to, the things that I absorb throughout the week, um, just, just all the things, right? So... Pull out my handy dandy notes, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, as far as things that I have currently been ingesting this past week, as far as food, y'all, it's so crazy that I forgot to mention this in last week's episode when I was talking about food, and it's I think I didn't mention it because y'all remember I didn't write anything down in my notes as far as food. Like I thought I was just about to go off the dome with it, but I drew a blank when I recorded. But y'all, something that I have been eating is um, this place called Aurora's Venezuelan Food. If you are familiar with the Austin area, you are probably familiar with the domain in Austin. And nigga, it is a food truck called Aurora's Venezuelan Food. First of all, when people think about Venezuelan food, they think about like Venezuelan street food favorite called um, arepas. And oh, honey, I will eat the fuck out of an arepa honey. I will eat the fuck out of them. And the ones at Aurora's Venezuelan food dog, literally the best ones that I've tasted, they have the sweet plantain. So look, what I like to do, right, is I like to get the arepa with sweet plantain and black beans and then get the avocado on the side because for some reason I just like to take a little bit of avocado with every single bite because really those salty black beans and then the sweet plantain just be so mm, delicious so all you need is like a little bit just a tiny bit of avocado at the end that bite oh child it has been so good like so damn good. So shout out to Aurora's um, Venezuelan food. If you are in the Austin area, go hit them up. They are located in the domain in a food truck in. Oh, just so good. So yes, I've been eating a lot of Aurora's um, Venezuelan food, which is just so damn good. Oh, and something that I wrote down in this um, food section is I have just realized that the impossible breakfast sandwich at Starbucks is not filling. Like, so I do always take off the egg and cheese, even though I do think the bread probably has a little bit of dairy in it. Um, I do have them just take off the egg and cheese and just have like the bread and the impossible sandwich and dog, it is just not filling. I, it is 
like really kind of worthless to eat for breakfast like it tastes decent you know but like literally i'll be hungry right after that like it it does nothing absolutely nothing um what else have i been eating as far as food oh so i told y'all that i had that we had the little cinco de mayo like celebration and it was just oh so good so i made honestly what i think are the best rice and beans i have ever made in my entire life dog they were just so oh it was so perfect like honestly like I just said, the best rice and beans I've ever had or I've ever made. And I made everything from scratch, obviously. And I did not go to the grocery store to get any extra items. I just used everything that I have. Um, of course, I always have like tomato, cilantro, like bouillon, all that stuff in the house. So <sighs> they just came out so good and perfect. I am very happy to have perfected this black bean recipe that I may or may not be sharing with the world in some way shape or form in the coming months weeks days we shall see but um yeah as far as food that's really all I wanted to mention um I've still been doing very I have not eaten a lot of fruit this past week and I will say that's definitely my fault um so uh, yeah I definitely am going to try to be more conscious about my fruit intake over the next week and obviously the rest of my life um but yeah as far as drink I did tell y'all earlier as well that we have the cute little wine tasting at the crib y'all um so I did just want to mention the wine that I have now as a disclaimer I don't like wine and this wine tasting did not prove me wrong like aside from that little Moscato that we had at that um at the house wine place that I told y'all about um I just wine tastes like pee and even that still had the tint the hint of pee so um but I did want to mention them because they are a black owned wine company so if you do like wine and if you're interested in um supporting black owned businesses I would definitely suggest that y'all check them out it is called the McBride Sisters and it was a Riesling and it wasn't bad like it's not dry like if you, it wasn't like a dry Riesling most Rieslings are like either are really sweet or really dry and this one was like uh semi dry I don't know is that the word but it was like it was like decent like it wasn't bad because obviously like I used to bartend so I definitely have tasted a lot of different wines and such in my day but they all taste like pee so it, it was just a non not as pungent pee <laughs> for me but if y'all do like wine they do have a bunch of other wines they have like a red blend I believe and they also have a Chardonnay I believe and I do think they have other wines I would just check it out McBride Sisters Wine Company or whatever the fuck all right. So that just, um, I haven't really been reading a lot this particular week because I've just been preparing for Logan's birthday and just like in nesting mode kind of, and in like creative ingestion mode. So, um, yeah, nothing to mention there. Um, I have been taking ashwagandha tablets and I, I just really like ashwagandha. It helps my brain function a lot. Um, if you don't know now, you know, but you probably know because I think I've even mentioned in this episode already but um I do work full time my work schedule has been changing a little bit um because I got a promotion recently but that being said I have my work schedule changed to like an early morning schedule and I really really just like waking up at like 5 a.m that is my favorite time to wake up I feel like I get so much done throughout the day so I was able 
to do that, honey. And, or I have been able to do that. And I think the combination of taking ashwagandha pills and then also just waking up early, I've just had so much energy and I've really felt mentally so good. Like I'm honestly at a place where I'm doing so much that I like to do, right? Hmm. But that just brings me into media. Um, the media that I have been ingesting, I've honestly been ingesting a lot of media. So, um, this is not a spoiler, but I did watch the circle season finale and the person that I wanted to win did win the circle and fuck everybody else. Don't really care. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing really to say there without spoiling, but if you have not watched season two of the circle us, I suggest that you watch it because I don't know. It's just a very interesting study of human behavior. Honestly, like what will humans do? Not only when they are motivated by a large cash prize, but what will humans do when they do not, when they can be anything, when they can mold their identity to be whatever they want, they don't even have to use their voices. So if you're into studying the human condition as am I, I would definitely suggest the circle. It's, it's first of all, it's very wholesome. It's wholesome enough for me to be able to watch my kid and have certain conversations with him. Um, I don't feel uncomfortable at all talking to him about any of the subject matter that comes up on the circle. So um, in my opinion, it's nine-year-old friendly, but um, I would definitely, obviously, censor your children at your own risk because, nigga, I'm only a parent to one motherfucker. I am not, and he's not a motherfucker. He's a cute little baby. But um, I don't got time to be giving parenting advice to nobody. I will just say that, yeah, the circle is really good, kind of kid-friendly. If you're into that kind of thing, those edgy things. Also, guys, Pose season three, the first three episodes I have watched. Um, honestly, y'all, the first two episodes of this season, they were incredibly hard for me to get through because obviously I've been in PMS land where my emotions have been all over the place. So I've been crying my ass off but y'all the first two episodes of this season of pose also if you don't know the season three of pose is going to be the last season so just that in mind is sad in itself but the first because it's a historical um historical fiction it is just very uh, it is very hard to watch the experiences of these black trans women and black queer people during this time period. It's very fucking hard to think about, especially as a mom. Oh my gosh, this is kind of a spoiler, but they're, they've been doing like a lot of flashbacks. And I believe in episode three, we saw a lot of like Electra's childhood, uh, not childhood, but a lot of like some of her past circumstances came up. Um, and you just, I just, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Like, I cannot, I will never identify with some person who can kick their child out on the street. I will never, ever in my whole entire life be able to identify with that. Like, it makes no sense in my brain. Like, nothing about it makes sense. Um, Why the fuck are you worried about who your child potentially has sex with? Why the fuck are you worried about with your child's gender identity? Because, like, my nigga is... A child's gender identity is not a protest 
to you. Like, I obviously cannot personally identify with the trans experience because I am a cis woman. However, like, my nigga, I I really don't think that trans people are out here pretending to be trans just for shock value. (laughs) Like, my nigga, I don't think they're doing it in rebellion to their motherfucking parents. So for any parent to have the audacity to disown a child because of their sexuality like my nigga like dog we can really square up goddamn because you're you're really fucked up in the brain like honestly and therapy is just needed and obviously this is a very nuanced conversation but i say all of that to say that y'all this season of pose it is very very real um i i'm tuned in a thousand percent i'm looking forward to the rest of this season so i can see what's going on but uh so sad i've i cried so many tears i've boohoo cried in these first three episodes every single episode so uh, pose if you don't watch it watch that shit what oh so real housewives of atlanta um i think it was the part three of the reunion reunion is still lackluster they did talk about bolo court which i i don't know i think that form of reality show i am i think i said this last week that i was like looking to venture into like some but like my nigga like no it doesn't turn me on at all actually like the more i watch this and the more i see about these women's lives, the more I don't care. (laughs) I think they're all, a lot of the situations are very trivial. I think Kenya Moore is too motherfucking be old to be playing this character that she does. I think Portia is a liar and she's very weird and insecure, honey. And y'all, we gonna talk about Portia, but just not this episode because it's a lot going on. I... But we will have a conversation about all of that very, very soon. Cause that, if you and if you know what conversation I'm talking about, honey, because Miss Portia Williams didn't broke them goddamn internet this week. But if we, we'll we'll talk about that at some point. But I will say the Real Housewives of Atlanta. There, I I did watch the three part reunion, which really could have been a one part reunion. Um, they were dragging on to bullshit. Oh no, I guess I'm ready for them to get another season started because at this point, I'm really over that season. I'm over just all those storylines and uh, except Candy. That's my girl. I love me some Candy. But speaking of Candy, honey, Escape versus SWV happened last Saturday. Last Saturday? Yeah, it was last Saturday. Wow, I really ain't recorded this episode when I was supposed to. Goddamn, but it's okay because from now on we coming out on friday so it's all good but yes y'all the swv and um escape versus was amazing i my nigga escape sang down now swv they sang their ass off too they don't sound as identical to the album cuts but I was very surprised at Tiny Tamika Harris. I was surprised that she showed up, honey. And somebody, t- I think it was Xavier Delo, XD, 
Um, if y'all don't know, he has a YouTube channel and he also has um, an incredibly hilarious Twitter. He also has a podcast called Jade and XD um, with Jade of All Jades, who I've probably talked about on this podcast, but she's also one of the hosts of Getting Grown. Anyways, why, I, why did I mention XD? Oh, because I think this nigga tweeted during the verses, damn, Tiny over here singing like this is going to be her last time on the stage. Well, <laughs> with all the goddamn shade, my nigga, because Tiny was singing her little ass off, but it is very, I, I was side-eyeing sis the whole time because with this lawsuit and ting, honey, I don't know if I would have came. I don't know how good of a look that would have been for my brand at that point, I guess. <sighs> but that being said, that versus happened it was beautiful. They sang down. I actually have been re-watching clips, a lot of clips. Um, it did make me miss live shows a lot, but honestly, like that was a great versus. Besides the Ashanti and Keisha Cole, that has been one of my favorite verses, I think. Damn, Brandy and Monica, there have been a lot of good verses. I would love to see Chris Brown and Usher in there just because they both of them niggas fine. Chris Brown is the finer of the two. And Nobody else can go up against Usher's catalog except for Chris Brown, even though he would get his ass whooped in that one. But that kind of brings me right into the music segment of the things that I'm currently ingesting. And y'all, the first person that I must motherfucking mention is Kaylani. Kaylani Parrish, Baylani from the Bay, like dog we have to mention Kehlani and it is so interesting that I've never talked I've only talked about my lust for Kehlani which is kind of recent like I didn't start lusting after Kehlani until after she had Idea but like I've been a fan of Kehlani's music for a very 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 long time she if Janae's my number one Kehlani's my number two musically um so I don't know. I just, sorry. I just had a complete brain fart because I was thinking of the slander that my sister was doing towards Janae. Um, and I do understand that vocally, she has not always been vocally live at the place that she was and can't have been singing, but that's what's not the point, honey. See, I just didn't got, got so sidetracked because like, I don't know. I, my love for Janae is very spiritual. Nobody can, first of all, nobody fucking touches Janae's pen at motherfucking all nobody touches janae's realness as a person as a human in the artist world as far as what i can see and i have a very personal connection to janae's music but i say that to why did i say that oh i said that because of the janae slander earlier from my sister but kehlani back to kehlani if janae's my number one kehlani's always been my number two musically um back from soundcloud days anti-summer love um back to her collaborations to like Mr. Carmack, Cloud 19, child, like just musically, Kehlani's catalog is one of my favorites. I can listen to her entire discography front to back, including all them SoundCloud hits and just love it. But my good motherfucking sis finally did. It was live until it wasn't, which was her um paid live per um live concert um with a I guess they're called No Cap Shows is the company that produced it. But, dog, Kalani looked amazing. She was giving 
androgynous realness and y'all already know I love choreography Lonnie I saw I have not seen Kehlani live since 2015 2016 South by Southwest I believe whenever Sweet Sexy Savage damn or was it before Sweet Sexy Savage I don't know but I saw her in two shows actually that year and just oh I love me some Kehlani choreography I love I just really love Kehlani, honestly, as an artist. Like, she really can't go wrong. And, yeah, if you know, you know. If I, everything about that live show, just, it was so good. Except, I really wish she would have performed a little bit more throwbacks. Especially because, since it was a paid show, there, I feel like there were just more core Kehlani fans that were watching. So, just like Janae did with, like, a tiny disc, right? When she was, um... Like when she really made it an intimate interaction for people who really fuck with her music. I just kind of wish Kehlani did that, especially since it's like her first live quote unquote performance um, since like COVID and all that bullshit. So I, I really do kind of wish that she would have done that. Just at least played like anti-sovereign love or at least played like getaway, you know, like some old school shit, but it is all motherfucking good because it was beautiful and it was good until it wasn't. It's still in rotation every single day for me. Like, ugh, dog, can you blame me? <sighs> Just that whole album, honestly, is just so, so dope. Oh, and I did find it dope that she brought out um, Lucky Day. Also, motherfucking, um, oh, Masego. And also, she brought out Destin Conrad. But I, I don't know. I really thought that she was going to bring out James Blake. But I do not know that that nigga don't be performing like that. But that would have been dope to see Grieving. And honestly if I'm being completely honestly, if I'm, if I'm being completely honestly, but if I am being completely honest, um, Grieving is a track on the album that I skip a lot, not because I don't love that song. Honestly, sonically, Grieving is one of my favorite songs on the album, but I skip it a lot because I am currently grieving, uh, a a situation y'all and y'all know that. Um, but hearing that live, it was beautiful and it would have been so dope dog if James Blake would have came back I love that nigga but I did love how she did like the dance break during that time but if you haven't watched it it is up on YouTube on somebody YouTube page so I suggest that you go watch it if you're into watching if you miss live shows at all like I do I cannot wait till next year um honestly like South by Southwest just released their dates for 2021 and my nigga I'm I don't care. I'm going to all the live shows. I'm trying to get somebody's fucking sweat to drip down into my motherfucking eye. Like, dog, I really, really, really need to go to a show for real, really bad. Um, But yeah, that's enough about Kehlani. Some other stuff that I've been listening to. Oh, I already told y'all I have not listened to Cole's album. So I will talk about that next week. Um, I've not even listened to the new Nikki tracks that she released with the re-release of Beam Me Up Scotty. But I will mention my motherfucking, not my queen, but queen motherfucking Onika, how she re-released Beam Me Up Scotty. If you do not, if you can't recite Itty Bitty Piggy the way you, okay. I'm going to just restart that that segment or that sentence, right? If you cannot recite Mo City Dom by Zero, and if you cannot recite Itty Bitty Piggy by Nicki Minaj, if you cannot recite both of them hoes, 
like with little to no flaws my nigga we will never be friends period like at all like i'm sorry figure it out (laughs) no but shout out to nikki for that i haven't listened to the new songs um that she released on there um which i've heard are rumored but then i also i haven't even looked at the track list and all i know is i'm very excited that beat me up scotty reminds me of my like 16 year old 17 year old self period what wow what good times man what a motherfucking time to be alive but um oh i've also had that dj khaled song um sorry not sorry it's not dj khaled i mean he produced it or like whatever it's on his compilation shit but it's really jay-z nas james fauntleroy sorry not sorry i've listened to that so many times um there's just so many good bars the production is so good honestly that's the only song that i really go back to on that dj khaled album because i did kind of listen to it um but yeah i really just like that song i mean it's not that i don't like the other songs but this is the only song that i went back to i haven't gone back to that album so to speak um but an album that i have been listening to a lot is Moneybag yo's um against this pain album dog for whatever reason those like his beat selection and just certain songs on there make me really want to get on a motherfucking stripper pole like somebody please come back to me honey like not come back to me but <sighs> I, I just, I don't know. I love that album. I really, really love that album. So, um, my favorite song currently on that Moneybag Yo album, always the Janae song. Like, I'll never, yeah, never, ever, ever in my life not side with Janae. <laughs> no, nah, but aside that, oh, the Pharrell joint. That shit is motherfucking crazy. I don't even, I think it's called Neptune's Flow, Neptune something about the neptunes but my nigga i love that song when pharrell graces like a hood track i fucking just love that shit so much um so i love i think it's dope that money bag yo got the opportunity to work with pharrell who i consider to be one of the greatest producers of all time if you know you know um what other song oh go go is my shit that's i always like repeat that song go and i definitely had to listen to the song wakisha like five times for me to understand that it was not a a love song but rather a love song to promethazine and fucking lean and that shit is not cool because y'all know how i feel about drugs i don't fuck with drugs um drug culture it doesn't turn me on i fucking hate niggas that do drugs that shit don't do shit for me at all but that being said that kind of brings me to the end of the music segment which brings us to the end of the things that i'm currently ingesting so y'all i have a really special topic of the week this week let's get right into it all right so this week's topic of the week is um okay so i actually don't have a topic of the week this week again because friends i have another guest with me today now this guest is very special to me in many many ways um and i i thought it would be the perfect week for him to be on because not only was it mother's day honey but but my child 
right? The person that's going to be this guest this week. He is an old ass man and his birthday is coming up and I am very excited. Like it's very weird. Like this new moon is just bringing forth just so, so much for us and our family. Um, My baby is definitely a Mother's Day baby. He was born the day before Mother's Day actually um, the particular year that he was born, um, he, I think he's a mama's boy, um, according to, I mean, what I think in my cool little brain, um, but he's just, like, this really well-balanced, just guy that I'm really, really proud of, so I thought it was just the perfect time for me to bring homie on and just have some conversations with a kid that, about parenting and about, um, the tests and the trials of being a child and, um, I guess mental health and self-care, self-care and all the things like from an infant's perspective. Um, I mean, he's not an infant, but we don't got to talk about age here. Okay. If you know, you know, but I mean, without further ado, um, I'll let my homie introduce himself, I guess. What's your name? Hi, my name is Logan. Okay, so your name is Logan. Um, how are you doing today, Logan? Very good, actually. Cause, <laughs> Cause what? My birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, we're recording this. This episode is gonna go up tonight, actually. Y'all, bear with me on this schedule. By the way, um. If you don't know now, you know, I just got another position or I have been training in another position at the place that I work. So my schedule is different from what it was and it actually is going to change again next week. So honey, bear with us while we figure out this posting schedule and all this stuff. But um, yeah, it's a Tuesday when I'm recording this. By the time y'all hear this, it'll either be tonight if you up. Or it'll be tomorrow on my homie's birthday. So yeah, his birthday is tomorrow. So that's why you're excited and that's why you're having a good day? Yes. All right. That's that's really good. Hmm. So I just, I have some questions for you, homie. Are you ready to answer some questions? Kind of no. Kind of no? Why, actually? I'm scared. Why are, what are you scared of? I'm your mom. <laughs> what? I don't know. This is like perfect YouTube practice. Or TikTok if you ever decide to consistently make your content on there. This is practice. Are you good? You want to breathe a little bit? Okay. And take a couple deep breaths? I'm good. Okay, you feel good? Yes. All right. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Aw, my sweet little new moon babies. Little cancer rising Taurus shorty. He's also an Aquarius moon, which also is, like, making more and more sense to me every day because, like, homie truly is the humanitarian. But we'll get to that on another episode. Let me stop bragging about my damn child and let him talk, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Um, How would you describe yourself? Um, sometimes I'll describe myself as, as very intelligent sometimes. And most of the time, I describe myself as sleepy. <laughs> Big Taurus energy. If you know, you know. <laughs> what else? Um, that's pretty much it. So you would describe yourself most of the time sleepy, some of the time really intelligent. Yes. Bet. Sounds good. 
What is something you are looking forward to? Having my brother grow up. Oh, seeing your brother grow up. Oh, so we did talk about this. Did we talk about this? At some point, it was mentioned that I, I ain't the mama, but my baby is a big brother to a little baby boy who was just born. But we'll also get there because I have questions that have to do with his baby brother. Um, okay, so. Um, how would you describe your relationship with your parents? So, including, like, your interaction, like, all of that. How would you describe the relationship you have with your parents, all three of us? I have a very good relationship with all of my parents. Yeah? Mm hmm Do you have different relationships with each one of us? No, actually, no. No? So, we're, we all have the same? Yes. Oh, no. I think that's a no. lie. I think you're no. different with no. each of us. No. You don't think so? Okay. I have a good relationship with them. I'm not saying not good, but I'm saying like, because you have different relationships with different people in your life. You don't have the same relationship, you know, with your homies that you play Fortnite with as your cousins. And you don't have the same relationship with mommy as you would have with like Ain Danny or something. Yeah. You feel me? So what do you think? Yeah, I'm keeping my answer. <laughs> You're keeping your answer. I feel you, baby. And um, y'all, for anyone who's listening, who hasn't listened to like other episodes or who don't know me personally, when I say three parents, um, that includes his two parents that made him and his one step parent who um, like we like we talked about in other weeks. Yeah. Good relationship. All is good. All is copacetic. Just a good time raising this crazy munchkin, honestly. And if we're being honest, I feel like his step parent is probably the nicest of his parents because his parents, aka like his actual mom and dad, are we're kind of a hot ass mess. What would you think? Do you think Shari is your nicest parent? No? She's my second. Your second nicest. Dang, who's nicest? Me? <laughs> How? <laughs> Are you just saying that to make me feel good? You're no. trying to make me blush. No, 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 no. Okay, I feel you. Next question then. <laughs> How does being a big brother to your new little brother change your perspective of the world? How oh. does having a new little brother change the way you see the world? Mm. I feel like I have a lot of siblings. I feel like I have so much siblings. <laughs> Why do you feel like you have too many siblings? You just have two. I know, but it feels like I have a big responsibility for yeah. handling two. You feel like it's a big responsibility handling two siblings? Yes. Oh, I feel that. Well, um, at least now I can help me. Oh, at least, yeah, at least now your sister can help you. Yeah. Aw, so she living that middle child life. Aw, I feel you. Okay, I feel you. So it makes you feel more that you have to, like, protect something? Yes. Oh, dang, you said that quick? Okay, I feel you, shorty. All right. Um, Who do you miss? Who or what do you miss the most right now? In search Jeopardy music while he thinks. Do, 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 do. 
Camden, your baby brother. Yes. Yeah, you miss his little face. You could have been with him. Wow. Okay. You said you stop. <laughs> Y'all, I've been teasing my child because he initially was gonna spend um two weeks this time around with his dad, but he ended up coming back home because he missed cuddling with his mama. So you know, oh no, but I, I'm gonna stop teasing you about that. Like your decision is your decision, obviously. Um. Ooh, what are some things that bring you joy? Having to have, um, having to... Talk in the mic. Having to, um, have to sleep and have, um, have responsibility to be a brother. So those things make you, bring you joy. So sleeping and then being big a big brother to two to humans. Two humans. <laughs> two aliens. Two aliens? Why they gotta be two aliens? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel. Oh, shout At out. At least Camden's an alien. At least Camden's an alien? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, because he's not like fully developed into his his normal human self yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and he is developed. I'm I'm pretty sure that he's gonna have a great time hanging out with you and Nyla. Oh, sorry. Okay, we'll we'll do that later. Sorry, I'm getting notifications on the MacBook. Um, is there anything else that brings you joy that you can think of right now? Playing my game. Playing your game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which console is your favorite? Oh. That's a hard question. That's well, a- actually not that hard, but it's... <sighs> it's the face for me, y'all. <laughs> I don't really know. If, if I have to pick one, it has to be Xbox. Yeah? Why? Because. Because what? Just... You just like playing on Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. I like the Xbox controller better than any other controller, I will say. My Switch controller is cool. Yeah, I like the Switch controller. Um, If you were stranded on an island and you could bring, like, all the food you needed, you could bring, um, <clears throat> you could bring, like, a phone so you can communicate. Like, you could bring, um... Like, you can bring basic things to, yeah, basic resources that you need, but you can't leave the island. But you can only bring either a Nintendo Switch, your Nintendo Switch, or the Xbox. What would you pick? Nintendo, because I have to hook it up, the Xbox, so, and I could just play. I bet, and you would not have any other resources like a TV. Yeah. Oh, okay, good thinking, buddy. All right. Um... How do you care for yourself? What does self-care mean to Logan? Self-care means to me, I would say to me, it, feels, it means, um, to care for what you are and to care for your responsibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To care for you, just for your responsibilities or to care for just like yourself? Yourself. Yeah, make sure you're doing good. Make sure you're feeling good. Right? All those things. Yes. So, in what ways do you practice self-care? Mm, by 
when I'm frustrated or something, just calm down. Yeah. So how how do you calm down if you're frustrated? I'm talking to the like mic. Like if I'm on, like like if I'm on my game, then I can just I can just step away for a second and take a break. Yeah, take a break. I feel that. Has riding your bike been something that helps calm you down? And like, yes. does that feel like self care? Yes. Yeah. It really calms me down. Yeah, you've been loving riding the bike outside to the park, child. Oh, I'm officially living like the suburban mom life, allegedly, <laughs> and like letting my child like go to the park by himself and like ride his bike and things like that. Like, obviously, like Danny said a couple episodes ago, I know no nigga. Is going to try nothing. So don't even play around here. But I'm just saying, like, it's very interesting to know that I have felt comfortable enough for my child to to go out. He's like an, he's like a real kid now. He's not like a baby kid. He's like a full-sized little baby munchkin who still, like, cuddles his mom all day. Which, honestly, I cannot, I will not ever complain about. Because I did hear that, like, at some point moms with old, older children that may become a time where it stops according to to my child he says it ain't gonna stop but who knows who knows i'm definitely not trying to keep him a baby forever but i'm definitely not in a rush for this homie to grow up but that being said let's move on to the next question, question. Ugh, dirty <laughs> what does your perfect day look like My birthday. <laughs> no, but that means like what, like from waking up to going to sleep, what happens on your perfect day? So, first of all, I dun, dun, dun. get ready. I get ready. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah, I get ready. Probably, um, watch a little bit of TV. So, when you get ready, what are you wearing on your perfect day? Probably. Um, the same exact jeans I'm wearing now. Really? You don't even like jeans. I like these jeans. Oh, you like them jeans today? No. What are those? The Levi 510? Oh, they off. 510. And they fit you good. Shout out to all the men and boys and people who buy boy clothes like in men's cut clothes. Shout out to all of y'all that wear Levi 510 and y'all understand that the whole freaking 511 craze was childish and trash and just understand that the Levi 510 is the superior cut of Levi for, I guess not for every man, but when I think about body type, like my son has like a very slender body type, like the the child is tall as hell um if you don't know i am five three and three quarters so basically five four which is basically five five which is basically average height right but <laughs> i okay first of all with your height because you are not that tall first of all i am not short okay <laughs> i'm five three and a half or five three and three quarters right and my child like his body type, like, he literally comes above my shoulders. Well, he comes, like, right to my shoulders. Like, he hits it. Like, in a couple weeks, he'll be definitely past inches past my shoulder. But, yeah, he's just, like, tall and, like, hella skinny. So, the Levi 510 is just the perfect cut. How do we talk about Levi's? Oh, because <laughs> we were talking about your perfect day, your perfect outfit. Yeah. Okay, so you like these jeans. What else would you be wearing? I would probably be wearing my hoodie. My champion hoodie. 
You love that champion hoodie mm -hmm. too. What if it's 100 degrees outside? Would it be 100 degrees outside on your perfect day? Probably. So it will be 100 degrees in a champion hoodie and I some would... skinny jeans? No, no, no. It would be like today. Oh, kind like... of cold, kind of hot. Gotcha, like a gloomy day in the 70s. Yeah. Okay, yeah. feel you. Um, So that's what you were... What shoes would you wear on your perfect day? I have to go with my, you know, my black, like, kind of, like, army shoes. Oh, those Air Max? Yeah, my Air Max. Got you, got you. Okay. I feel you. That that would be a pretty... Everybody texting me. Y'all. I'll keep you guys busy. Exactly. My good. No, you won't keep no guys busy because we ain't going to answer them at this point. That was daddy asking for um, your FaceTime ID. But anyways, what else happens in your perfect day? So after you get ready. I probably watch some TV. Okay. And what else? You would just watch TV the whole day? No. What? Not at Probably watch some TV and then get up, go outside, ride my bike. Okay. And then I'll probably go to the park and then just ride. And then I'll just ride and then I'll probably ride to the park and then just go around the neighborhood a little bit and then um probably just go back home. <laughs> Would you eat anything on this perfect day? Yes. What? If we got we we would get um baked potatoes on my perfect day. This child <laughs> loves baked potatoes. Like I'm just so like is that a thing to any person who cares for children or is around children? Like is this a thing? I don't remember loving baked potatoes when I was a kid. You can laugh, don't you? <laughs> okay, drama. Oh, you give a you give the child an inch and he takes thirty miles. <laughs> nah, but <laughs> why do you like baked potatoes so much? What do you like? What toppings on your baked potatoes, son? Sour cream, some cheese, and a lot of cheese. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. <laughs> Candid <laughs> content. And then, yeah. Okay, cheese, sour cream, probably and some butter so the potato ain't dry, some yeah, vegan butter or some, something. Some butter. Yeah. Okay, I feel that. Sounds cute. Um, so is that all you're gonna do? Eat baked potatoes, go to the park, watch TV, drive around, I mean ride around the neighborhood. And then go watch TV again and then go. And then after on my perfect day, I'll probably um after I go back inside I'll probably watch play the game or something. Um and then after when it gets late like when it gets to 10 um, or 9, I'm going to go to sleep. Because <laughs> your body is automatically going to be tired. Not that you have a bedtime on your perfect day, just because you are you need your rest. Yeah. <sighs> Big Taurus energy. My goodness. Comfy king. What's the next question? That's why I'm so surprised that you will wear jeans. This is the first day I've seen you wear jeans in like months. You never choose jeans. That's so funny. Anyways. <laughs> what could your parents do a better job at? 
Honestly, that's a hard question. I can't really answer that. Why not? I can't. Um... You can think individually. Cursing. Oh, yeah. All of us, is that? Yes. For all... <laughs> yeah, you don't, you think we have bad mouths? Yes. But why is cursing bad? If you know that cursing is like, they're just man-made words. Don't like it. You're not interested, don't like hearing your parents curse? Yeah. Okay. So as a parent, I will try to intentionally become better at swearing around my child because lord knows I, I really do have a horrible mouth so that's a good one how does it make you feel when we swear let's say cuss words it makes me feel i don't know it doesn't make me feel anything honestly it doesn't make me feel anything yeah you just don't, just like, don't it. like it you feel like it's unnecessary for us to be mm -hmm. talking like that mm-hmm I feel you. Okay, okay, Lolo. Um, what's a very joyful memory of yours? Probably at Jai's birthday at Austin's Park and Pizza. <laughs> yeah, why is that a joyful memory? Because I had I had fun with all of my cousins. You had fun with all your cousins that day. How does it feel to finally have cousins around? <laughs> Because you had cousins, obviously, but you've never, like, lived around as many cousins that are similar in age to you. So how does that feel to to be in an environment where you can basically see your cousins? It feels so good to have cousins and everyone that loves me around yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but you always had so many people around you that love you all the time. Yeah, I know, but just it's it's happy to have other kids like my cousins around. Yeah, other kids that you know love you and care for you. Yes, cuz they're your fam. Oh, that's so dope. Well, I'm I'm excited. I'm happy that you can have that experience for sure. Next question. What is your favorite way to release stress? I basically already said this question. You did. But, um, my, riding my bike, definitely. Riding your bike, definitely. Cool off some steam by bike riding? Oh, bike riding. Oh, I feel you, dog. That sounds, that sounds really, really good. All right, last two questions before rapid fire, and then we are going to wrap up this little chat with my baby. All right. What would you like to improve about yourself? I like to improve that sometimes I get frustrated in things that I shouldn't get frustrated in that much. Yeah. So you what do you mean like things that you shouldn't get frustrated? Cuz I mean it we like, we all get frustrated at things. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes things just are going to make us frustrated. So, what do you mean? I mean, like, when I'm on Fortnite and I get too mad. When I'm on Fortnite and I get too mad. Yeah. Okay. So, you would like okay. to... Excuse me. <laughs> oh, it's the gas for me. What do we eat today? The dang vegan chicken. No, it was probably the broccoli no, giving you gas. No. Or the beans or, earlier. Or the beans. Those lettuce wraps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yikes. Shout out to the fiber in our daily meal. Shout out to plant-based lives. Um, even though my baby is a fake vegetarian because ever so often, y'all, he got to have the yard bird. Ever so often. Yard bird? Yes. What is a yard bird? If you know, you know. One of the nastiest damn animals, chickens. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, but... um. Well, why did, how do we get there? Oh, because you farted. Oh, but, um, oh, so you would like to not just get so angry. You'll be able to control, you want to do yeah. a better job at controlling, like, your yeah. frustration. Yes. Yeah, especially, like, on the game and stuff that doesn't really matter. Yes. Got you. Okay, I feel you. So what are some ways that you think will help you um, focus on that, um. on improving that about yourself? My, um... Are you over here stabbing yourself <laughs> with toothpaste? <laughs> By, um... What was the question? Oh, what are some steps that you can do to improve that about yourself? Um, I can... Just... Just... Take three steps back when I get so frustrated. And just, um, just get on my bed and chill. Yeah. Yes. Chill, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, what do you love about yourself? I love that I have a very, um, that I'm very playful. What does that mean? <laughs> 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 oh, that I like playing things. Like writing my like and having things that I get joyful for. But what does that have to do with you, baby? <laughs> what do you love about Logan, honey? <laughs> Not the things that you have and the things that you can do. I love about me that I could fix things that that I only could fix. Okay, Mr. Repair Guy. I feel that. That's a good thing. To like about yourself. I like a lot of stuff about you too, I guess. Um, So, are you ready for rapid fire questions? Yes. These que Why is your heart beating so fast? Are you ready or what? Alright, honey. So, these are rapid fire questions. Meaning, I have five questions for you that you have to answer in five seconds or less. Okay? Well, each. Not like all five. You have to... It has to be five questions, but... Or five seconds. So, the first question. What's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite game? Um, Rocket League. What's your favorite TikTok trend? Mm, Talk the into the beatbox. mic. Beatbox. Which beatbox? Because mm, it's two. Thugging in my beatbox one. Okay. Thugging in my beatbox one. Top of Maker. Beatbox. Whoa. Okay. What's the next question? <laughs> What's your favorite shoes? Um, that you have or don't have. Um, Either way. Your favorite fun. shoes that exist um, on the planet. Probably. Um. Probably white. Oh, no. I have those. Or that you do have. Yeah. White Nike Air Forces. You like forces? Yes. Are you talking about Air Max, too? No. You love forces. That's so interesting how forces are making a comeback right now. Um, what is who's your favorite basketball player of all time? 
Oh. MJ. Okay. Um, who's your favorite? Who's your starting five on two K? Your fa- your go to starting five on two K. It has to be two. Can I pick two? Yeah. Like my duo. No. Oh yeah. Who are your duo people on two K? Oh. It has to be Kobe and um what's the other dude? Giannis. Giannis. I mean, I mean um Giannis. I mean, Gian. It's either Giannis. I mean LeBron. Yeah. So Kobe and LeBron. Yes. Okay. Okay. Dang, Giannis is somewhere crying to his mama right now. You're just going to diss him? How are you going to bring him up and then just diss him like that? No, it's either him or, or LeBron. But LeBron will be my go-to. Okay, so who do you think is better? The best player out of Kobe, Giannis, or LeBron? Kobe. Okay, rest in peace to that man. Rest in peace. Yes. Um. Well... That brings us to the end yes. of all of our questions, buddy. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about on the podcast? Anything else that you um, want to say? Um, actually, no. No? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about talking to mommy about those things? Very good. You feel very good? Yes. Yes. And I hope everybody has a good week and a good Weekend, and I'm out. <laughs> Not Logan out. Period. Um. Oh, one more question before you go. Oh, who's the worst person on the season of the circle? Without giving any spoilers, who's just one name? The worst person of on the circle. Uh, season two. Courtney. Ah. <laughs> But yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's topic of the week with my child, OG Lo, um, Logan, Wolverine Mans, um, cool ass homie boy. See, I'm supposed to stop cursing, and I just did. <laughs> See, we need a swear jar is the problem, and then use all the money for Disneyland or something at the end of the year. But yeah, um, let's get right into OG Says, because I got something to say, honey. Welcome to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something, goddamn. But this week of OG Says, and it's, so I feel like this may have been an OG Says segment a while back, but I just got to talk about this again. And so this week on OG Says, I need to talk about motherfucking accountability because a situation happened, right? So let me backtrack a little bit. So I try as much in this part of my life to be as accountable for my actions in the way that I may project my traumas or anything on other people. Um, I think practicing accountability and being accountable for your actions and the way that people perceive your actions, just having a slight accountability for that. I think that is a part of radical authenticity because the more you move the more you move in who you are authentically, so the more you move in authenticity, I guess, um, the more comfortable it becomes for being accountable for your actions. The less of a thought it is, honestly, to be accountable for your actions, goddamn, because like, dog, 
like if you are being who you are and if when you're attuning to your highest self like taking responsibility for who you are becomes an afterthought you know because you're never code switching you never like trying to assimilate to make other people comfortable like you're just living in your truth and if that happens to hurt people along the way and if that happens to harm people you are able to be like hey like I'm sorry that you perceived it like this let's move forward in x y and z mature healed way right um so the reason why I want to make this or the reason why I decided to make this rather this week's OG says segment is because I was having a conversation with my sister right and we were talking about so just to backtrack a little bit I had a friend um and I have a friend like I still consider this a person that I really care about in my life um however I had to put up boundaries for with this person um for many different ways you know um I in my healing journey that has rapidly increased in speed and intensity over the last two, three years. Um, In that journey, I've had to learn that my boundaries have to be set in stone and I cannot bend on those boundaries for my own personal survival and my personal sake. Um, There are some things that trigger me that if I do not set boundaries by, I Like it will end up harming me spiritually. I'm also very empathic. Therefore, when a lot of different energies that do not necessarily align with who I am, when those come around me and come into my aura, I fucking feel that automatically. And it, um, I automatically go into the mode of wanting to help people and wanting to heal people. And I burden myself with the burdens of healing others and, that becomes very detrimental to that. So that being said, right. Um, I had a friend who I love to death, but who I had to put up boundaries because this person started moving really motherfucking weird and really strange. And they started doing things that I would never fathom doing in my life. Right. Like to just fucking weird shit. Like, just just very strange stuff, which I may or may not get into in a second. But basically, um, this person um, and what I think is an attempt to get close to people who are close to me. Um, she had a conversation with my sister and basically deduced the reason why I decided to set boundaries with her and become less close because I exact words because I quote unquote felt a way about her hanging out with Logan's stepmom right um and even saying that out loud sounds fucking crazy because I know I'm not crazy first of all it's not normal for someone like we're like my nigga you're I have a relationship with my son's stepmom because I have to, like my nigga, we're raising the same kid. We're both his mom, you know? So for an outside force to like kind of intrude on that and then befriend that, like, that's weird. I'm, 
just not the type of person to do that. The way my loyalty is set up, like, obviously, like, we're not playing no high school games. Like, oh, I only got one best friend. I can only have one best friend in this world. Like, I don't feel like that. I'm not that person. I'm not that way at all in any way. Um, however, there's certain boundaries that I'm across. Like, if I'm friends with you, like, I'm not about to go and be friends with your baby daddy if y'all are broken up and living two separate lives. That's very strange to me, you know? I'm also not going to be friends with some person who like had sex with like it's just a lot of sticky things right like within the dynamic and this person like never took accountability like for her actions and for the things that she was doing it was always like oh I'm gonna deduce this situation so that for some reason I can feel okay with it um just like when we like when the whole situation of us that led up to me having to set a boundary and granted when I did set the boundary it was very clear and concise why I needed to do it me explaining that I am an empath and you trigger me a lot like dog that should be enough right um and x y and z like and to just deduce it down to oh you feel a way about me hanging out with x y and z like dog that it is just not healthy and it's not beneficial to feel that way um so if you are a person who doesn't take accountability for your actions especially when it comes to people who care about you and who you may or may not care about but people that you have relationships with if you are unable to take accountability for your actions like dog you're just gonna sabotage the relationship like you're just gonna be that person you know and I talk about this a lot because it's coming from a place of experience. Like my nigga, I was not accountable for shit I did in my past relationship and it caused it to end because the person could no longer extend the empathy they had for the brokenness that I had. So I know what not being accountable for your actions does. You know, when we're not accountable for our actions, it shows other people around us that we first of all don't give a fuck about anybody but ourselves but second of all don't give a fuck about any relationship that we have outside of ourselves you know like um because as I as we've talked about and as we kind of generally know like relationships take work and if you're unable to take responsibility for the things that you said and if you're unable to stand behind them and just really be take responsibility you know there's no other way to put it be accountable for what the fuck you said and did at all times if you're unable to do that then it, it just it shows your maturity level I feel like it does take a certain level of maturity to really walk in who you are be unashamed by that and then also move in a way that is that is respectful to others around you have enough decency to respect the relationships around you by being accountable for what you do and also holding other niggas accountable stop giving people chances and chances um because they say they're gonna do x y and z like no they're gonna do they're gonna tell you whatever the fuck you need to they need to tell you so they can have you at bay. So when you are not holding other people accountable, um, then that just leads to a cycle of them um, harming you and opening up yourself to potential harm. So 
child, be accountable for your actions. Be accountable for the part that you play in situations in your life. Be accountable for the things that you do and the way your actions may affect relationships in your life, but also hold other niggas accountable because people will walk all over you because people love the easy way out. If they can just manipulate you and do whatever the fuck they want to do and you're never going to um, hold them to any standard and hold them accountable, like, dog, they will drag you all over everywhere. So (sighs) OG says accountability. Find ways to practice accountability in your life, period. Okay, let's end this episode, (laughs) y'all. All right, so y'all know I do love to end the episodes with some sort of like energetic climate or just like an affirmation or a mantra. Um, And y'all, I know this week I said I was going to do a different deck, but for whatever reason, this um, I am everything deck deck keep keeps fine y'all I cannot talk for whatever reason (laughs) this I am everything oracle deck or affirmation deck rather by Tarisha Clark um it just keeps finding its way back into my hand I love this deck because it is simple powerful affirmations just to to lean into y'all and their affirmations that were written and designed by a black woman and y'all already know a black person's hands feel like god a black person's love is god you know so um yeah that being said i'm asking spirit for clear and precise messages for the collective on what affirmation we just need to lean into as this week continues um And just something that we need to hear and something that will help guide us through this. We leaning into new moon energy, manifestation energy, um, creative energy, springtime, rebirth energy, and all that things. With that being said, let me pull a card, child. Whoo. Period. Number 27. I am attraction. Like a magnet, what I put out into the world, I get back. If I lead with negativity, I receive negativity. If I lead with positivity, I receive positivity. Therefore, I choose to lead with positivity. I am attraction. Y'all, what a better time. The manifestation energy is very, very strong. Y'all know new moons are a time for manifesting. New moons are times for planting those seeds. So plant those seeds of just pure intentions. Um, Understand that your attraction power is infinite, like the universe that you live. Um, It is infinite, like the love of God. It is infinite, like... <sighs> like love itself, you know, so understand that you have the power to attract anything because as we've talked about y'all, the first law of thermodynamics says that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed. So think about that. Um, when you are starting your day, think about that day when you, or think about that when you are, um, giving thanks and expressing gratitude for your day. Think about that when you are manifesting things that whatever you put out, you are attract, you will attract 
any energy that you put out will return to you tenfold. So just keep your the in keep your energy, keep your thoughts, keep your words, keep your actions aligned with your goals and from there every motherfucking thing will fall into place because I am attraction. You are you are attraction. We all are attraction. Period. So that being said, that brings us to the end of this episode, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and my little baby. I really hope you enjoyed having the conversation that we had. Um, I hope it inspired you to, you know, have some conversations about mental health and about have some wellness check-ins with your own babies. Give them some love, learn from them, listen to them, um, acknowledge them, attune to and with them, period. Uh, But yeah. Thank you. Follow me on all the social medias. Um, that giveaway with Savinity, my sister Danny's company, is still going on. Um, I will definitely post that giveaway flyer. I will keep that giveaway going until the end of this month. Um, so definitely, if you have not listened to episode 10 of this podcast, go back and listen to episode 10. But that being said, y'all, until next week um follow me on all the socials again y'all can find this podcast at organic with og at gmail.com for any questions comments concerns. but you can also find me at organic with og on instagram or you can find my personal instagram at og adriana um but that's really all i got to say y'all until next week next friday set your clocks set your calendars your reminders put me on automatic download period but that being said y'all y'all have a good week take care thank you for listening and hanging out with me bye guys